Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Hi, I'm Sandy Jones, and I'd like to welcome you to Christian Living Spotlight, which is a part of the Christian Living Magazine family. We are a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we receive so that we can come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in the pages of Christian Living Magazine. This promises to be a fun and informative show this week. I have two lovely ladies joining me today, and I'd like to welcome Hillary Johnson and Lisa Hess. These ladies are the president and secretary of the newly launched Idaho Christian Writers Group. Ladies, welcome, and thank you both for joining me. We're so glad to be here. Thank you for having us. Oh, Thank you, Sandy. You're oh, I'm so glad. It's I've known Hillary for quite a while. You you have written for Christian Living in the past, and yes. you're a talented writer. You're an author. Um, oh, I forgot to ask, how are you? That's there's my stump. I always tell everybody this is not a stump the chump show, but I always ask, how are you? Because that is the toughest question you'll answer today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I am super nervous because this is the first time I've ever done anything like this. So I'm excited to see how it goes and see what the process is and talk about ICW today. There you go. I love it. I'm doing well. Um, I love the weather right now. So. Oh, it, I love fall. It's so beautiful. Mm. So Hillary, longtime readers of Christian Online Magazine may recognize your name because mm-hmm. you have written for us in the past and you are a talented writer. Thank you. You, and you've blessed us. You're not afraid of the hard topics. You have blessed us with articles on subjects like human trafficking, surviving abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. The first novel of yours that I wrote, or that I read, I wrote. I've never <laughs> written a novel. We're just going to be clear about that. I have trouble writing a magazine column. was on human trafficking, and it was a fictional piece, but it, mm-hmm. it opened my eyes to how easily it can be for someone to fall victim to that. And you wove that story so beautifully. And I was right there. Thank you. I was right there with the victim every step of the way. And the mama bear in me was coming out and I'm screaming, no, 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 don't do that. But, I you think know. there's a big allure um, to for gir- young girls to the power that they can have and or that they think that they can have. Yes, abso- absolutely. It's, yeah, it, it's amazing to me. Some think it's glamorous. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, and that's really sad. You um, have authored six novels. Yes. And several audio, you've done several audiobooks, and mm-hmm. you're narrating now. Yes. I started with narrating uh, two of my own novels, and I loved it so much that I reached out to a few author friends and have begun to narrate for others. I love it. And you have a great voice for that. <laughs> Thank you. Not squeaky like mine. You have a great voice. <laughs> well, I have found that there is a different way to experience a novel when you when I narrate it, as opposed to just reading it, I can be a little more removed. So when I narrate it, then I'm really invested as the character, and I enjoy it more. I love it. I absolutely love it. You, t- I recall we talked a couple months ago, and you took a break for a little while from writing. Yes, I took several years off. But even even with that, you have been a prolific writer because yes. you've done magazine articles for other publications as well, and um, you've done some ghostwriting. I had I just came back to writing with ghostwriting for guideposts. During that time that I took the sabbatical, my husband had to take all my words. And one time he said, I think you need to be writing. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my husband's not listening. <laughs> so what have I missed? What about Hillary? Besides the fact that you're the president of Idaho, I've 
I mean, neglected to mention that. What have I missed? What would you like to add to your little resume here just before we go dive into the subject matter today? Um, when I came back to writing, I finished that sixth novel that closed up the first series that I did, Breaking Bonds, and I felt like it was complete. And I felt like I was finished with fiction writing for a time, at least for now. I don't have any plans for fiction writing in the future, and I've just come to have a great love for nonfiction writing. That's awesome. That's awesome. And you're well-read and it's, you're, I love our chats. We don't chat very often, but I love it because it's, you, you inspire me in a yeah. lot of ways. Lisa, you and I had never met till this morning. That's right. And so I, you know, it's our listeners often hear my good friend is here today and, and folks, I'll be transparent. I'd never met Lisa today, but I made a new friend already this morning and I'm loving that. Absolutely. Lisa, you are the secretary of the Idaho Christian Writers Group. Yes. But she's actually really in charge of... Starting it, restarting it, and she runs most of the show. I'm sort of the puppet figure. Oh, that is so not true. <laughs> I, I have to say, when I called Hillary about coming in and doing this show, she said, I got to have my sidekick with oh. me. <laughs> I, well, I was the sidekick. <laughs> I think we, well, we make a great team. You know, Hillary and I have known each other for a, for a lot of years, you know, probably a decade mm-hmm. at this point, And we've worked together on different projects other than ICW. So it's great to be able to work on this relaunch again. And we've had so much fun. It's been a lot of work, but we've had so much fun doing this together. We work really well together. Uh And I don't think I would have come to take on such a large project with anyone else but Lisa. That's Oh, that speaks very highly. I like that. I like that. So, so, Lisa, you have an impressive resume yourself, and and plagiarism at its finest. I took this right off the Idaho website, but so I'm, I'm honestly plagiarizing here, folks. With, with authors, <laughs> go, go for it. You're you're a women's fiction and young adult fiction and nonfiction author, blogger, mm-hmm. journalist, nonprofit consultant, mentor, homeschooling mom, dog lover, and publisher. Did I miss anything? <laughs> <laughs> what what didn't you share? <laughs> I like I like wearing lots of hats. It, it is true, and I have done every kind of writing that there is so um, and writing is my passion so I've done technical writing I've done I've worked in the nonprofit world for most of my professional career so um, newsletters and inspirational writing and journalism interviews and about 10 15 years ago I decided I'm ready to do fiction writing and it will come really easy because every other kind of writing came easy to me. So I sat down, I had a couple of successes early on, and then I realized this is really different. Fiction writing is a whole different side of your brain. And I really don't know, despite the fact that I've been an avid reader my whole life, I really don't know how to do this. I have to find some other people who know how to do this. And right about that time, along came Idaho. But in its last iteration, the Idaho that um, was much more informal, but was doing great work, you know, even 10 years ago in the Treasure Valley. I I was invited to visit one time. And that's where I met a lot of my author friends. And I loved it. I loved that group. But I'm, again, I have trouble pinning a a magazine article. So, you know, I was like, ah, but since that time, God has told me that there's a book I'm just not sure what it's about. So you may oh. you may see me joining the group at some point. Do you know if it's fiction or nonfiction? I don't know. He hasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like this radio show. You know, I, mm-hmm. he kind of gives me pushes and he's mm-hmm. told me, you know, there's there's a book that I don't. Well, I, I, there's no sense of urgency at this point. I believe there's a book inside of everyone. Uh, absolutely. Everyone has at least one story inside of them that they need to get out and that people need to hear. I'm sure of it. So, you know, it's it's amazing. 
so Hillary called me a couple months ago and you guys were getting ready to relaunch and you were not available that night, but I was blessed to get to come and, and speak to your ladies. Well, mm-hmm. they were all ladies that night, but it's your group is, is male and female. Male and female. Uh, yes. That particular evening, it was all ladies that showed. And I got to go and visit with them and share with them a little bit about the importance of being published in a magazine to help your book career. And so that was a lot of fun, but what a great, fun group of people. I learned so much that night from them. And and my friendship circle on social media grew and <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. It was like, yeah, I made more friends tonight. I came home, honey, I made friends. That's He's a like, lot of yeah. writers will feel like they have found their people when they come to a group like this. Yes. Yes. I I've talked about this before in other blog posts and interviews. I stumbled into an Idaho writers conference about nine years ago i had a novel that had i'd written a few drafts of i love the characters i love the plot i loved everything about it but it wasn't where i wanted it to be and i didn't know how to get it where i wanted it to be how to fix it exactly exactly and so i i saw this poster for a writer's conference. And it turns out it was actually a poster that Hillary put up in a Fred Myers. And <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. I'd never been to a fiction writer's conference before. I thought it was probably going to be a bunch of pretentious writers who were networking, but I just was desperate. So I go to this conference and it was a revelation. It was all these really nurturing people who had mentors' hearts and were ready to mentor those of us who were brand new to trying to write fiction and um, sitting around with a bunch of fiction writers who were just like me, who um, tried to make a story out of everything that they saw and whose characters in their heads were more real than real life sometimes. And it was so comforting and so motivational just to know that I wasn't the only one. And that's what Idaho is for. You know, you're not the only one and- You're not alone. Exactly. You're not the lone wolf. Yes. So. So my husband and I have an adult granddaughter who is a children's author, and she does her own illustrations, but she's clear across country in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. So are there groups such as Idaho throughout? All over. Oh, yes. All over. There's nationwide groups, and but we are actually more focused on meeting together, and so I think the community group. If you wanted an online group, there's very large uh, options for that. Grandma would be making a phone call. (laughs) there's a lot of different kinds of groups as lisa said that ours felt very nurturing and mentoring and you can go to some that are primarily for networking or primarily for giving you the next step to meet an editor or an agent or primarily feel competitive even um, just so that you can get out and be seen and that you could maybe fish in the pool of other authors for people to follow you, but then not give anything back. And our our hearts here is for what we've both received through Idaho, and that is to make a community for people that want to just learn basics or or share other things about writing. Mm-hmm. Well, and I follow your, your Idaho Facebook group, mm-hmm. and I see that. I see that in the interactions and the comments and the posts, and I'm just like, I love this group. Yes. And uh, and we're not saying that networking isn't going to happen, you know. Obviously, or that, that it's bad, that, or that it's bad, you know. Obviously, that happens too at Idaho. But our main goal is people developing relationships so that they can help and nurture and encourage each other. That's cool. And so, how often do you guys meet? And, and that's a multifaceted answer. I know. I you know. Yeah, anyway. We have a standard monthly meeting. It's on the second Tuesday, and we meet at the Creative Space in Garden City. 
Which is a fina- fantastic spot. It's a phenomenal mm-hmm. such a great spot. location. They, you know, a Christian ownership, and they're mm-hmm. just a, a great group of people down there. Yeah. We mm-hmm. have two larger gatherings, um, an informal conference in the fall, and we hope, as this is the first year that we're lo- relaunching, to have a larger conference sometime in the spring. We don't know when that will be exactly yet. We also have other little groups, and we want to foster for you to meet, basically, critique groups that you could informally connect with. We both have our own critique groups, that is more like a network of close friends that we write together that we met through Idaho. And so we want to facilitate, and Lisa has said in the past that we've created a framework for people to meet these little critique groups. And we have that. We have two of those right now. We're mm-hmm. hoping to have a network of those across the Treasure Valley. Is this what you guys um, call your inkling groups? Yes. I love that. Yes. Or, your we, or some people groups, call yeah. them write-ins. Yeah. yeah. And so we have two of those, one that meets out more in the Eagle Meridian area, one that meets closer to the bench. Um, and all those details are at our website as well. Mm-hmm. That's, that is so cool. And write-ins can be anywhere from people getting together to share what they've written and have other people critique it right there in front of them or to just sit and on your laptops individually and write. And and sometimes that's motivating. Mm-hmm. I mean, it you is. know, it's my husband and I share an office. We have two different, he, he has a business and I have a ministry and it's so much easier for me to write when he's over there writing. Mm-hmm. There's just something about that energy, mm-hmm. you know, that goes that. So you brought up your fall gathering and I want to talk about that because it's coming up. It's next weekend. It's October 28th. Yes. And, and I did steal this off of your website as well. It's at Trinity Fellowship Church. Where is that? It's on Leita Street. Okay. Near the graveyard. Okay. So what kinds of things, if, if I am listening to this show today and I am an aspiring author, what kinds of things can I anticipate at your fall gathering? Our uh, title for the fall gathering this year is Your Story Matters. And that is what the the primary motivational and encouraging kinds of presentations will be about. How, how to tell your story, why it matters, why it's important to tell it well. And then we hope to just have a lot of reconnecting too. So we we haven't really met formally. Of course, we started in September, but before that, it had been almost four years yeah. that we had met formally just because of COVID and all those intervening things. So it's a chance for the kind of old guard of Idaho to reconnect. And then as I was looking through our membership yesterday, almost half are brand new people who I have never met other than perhaps some conversation on Facebook. So a chance for those new people to come in and really see what I'd hope is about, even if they're not members yet, and connect with the community, see if that's what you need and what is working for you. And so you'll really have a chance to do that, as well as more writerly things. We have uh, a number of successful published authors who will be there in different genres, mystery and um, fantasy and historical fiction. And so if that's what you're about writing, you'll have a chance to talk with those authors and get advice and ask questions. And And we're going to do that all in a in a morning, nine to one. So. <laughs> in a morning. And, and, do, off the, and I should have prefaced this earlier, and I apologize. Your speakers, who's your speaker lineup? I'm one of them, Hillary. And Yay! We also have Angela Ruth Strong, who was the creator. And Angela's been on the on the show on mm-hmm. Christian Wing Spotlight talking about her movie. Yes, yes, such yeah. a great, so much fun, such yeah. a great speaker. So, so we're excited about Angela being there, and also Paul Rayner. I don't know Paul, so that doesn't mean that doesn't mean yeah. he's not an excellent. Author. He has I some a, a, par- a fun paranormal, and as of late, he's written some mystery, cozy mysteries with dogs. 
Yes. I believe. That are very popular. Yeah, that are very popular. (laughs) And all of this coming out of little old Idaho. And this. Oh, so much. This conference is not going to be primarily craft focused. Like we probably will have breakout sessions in the larger conference in the spring. So this one, as Lisa said, is going to be more community focused. Building that community. Mm -hmm. Building that community. I love that. So. So how do people register for this? Where can We've talked about your website. So let's talk about that for a minute. What is your website? IdahoChristianWriters.org. Okay. And your registration is there. Tell us about the registration requirements for the fall it's gathering. It's $40 for non-members. If you become an Idaho member, it is $20. We'll always have reduced costs or free costs for our meetings for the members. And that's just to kind of build up a network so that we can... Like, we're not paying our speakers at this conference, but we hope to in the future have larger conferences and to bring people here. And that was originally my heart was because you you spoke of going to conferences in different places. It costs a lot to travel. Yeah. And I've been to multiple nationwide conferences and spent a lot of money, but I always wanted something here that you could do in a day and a weekend without a hotel. And we're a little bit ignored here on the West Coast a lot of the publishing industry is going to be more focused. They'll come tech as far as Texas, but usually it's Missouri or the East Coast. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of publishing houses mm-hmm. there in yes. those areas. Yes, mm-hmm. Colorado uh, does have some events, and I have gone to Colorado. It's a little bit quicker. But like you said, little Idaho and the Treasure Valley, and we have a lot of writers here. We have enough people to really. So what does it take to become a member of Idaho? It's actually very simple. So go to the website, and you can see on the website what our mission is, kind of what our and primary— that's really important. <laughs> what our primary, you know, beliefs are, why why Idaho, why it's here. Um, read through those. If that looks like something that uh, connects with your heart, then you, you'll be easily walked through signing up and becoming a member of Idaho right mm-hmm. there on the website. That's cool. And just because people are going to ask, what's it cost to become a member? We have a couple of different levels. It's $75 a year for just the regular membership. But we have, because we're launching this year and it's a partial year, we have a discount code that's on our website and that will give you $15 off. Well, that's if cool. you're a full-time student it's um, or if you're 65 or older, not, not old, <laughs> not old. If, you're, if you are more advanced than 65 years of age. <laughs> And it is all those le- have different levels. I believe it's forty. If you we qualify ha- for a senior discount, <laughs> we've got you we've covered. got a great discount as well. <laughs> <laughs> we also have a family group that if it's um, two to four people in your group, it's a hundred dollars, and that will also receive the fifteen dollars off this year if you want. Oh, that's cool. Thank mm-hmm. you. So I appreciate that because people are going to ask. They want to know. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, so often, you know, it used to be. Before inflation got so bad, if you had to f- ask, you couldn't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> now we need to ask and, about everything. And now we everything. need to know. Yes. So yeah, I just know that that's going to be for any aspiring authors out there. That's yes. going to be one of their questions. And it's so affordable. It yes. needs. It's so affordable. And that was important to us. Hillary and I were just talking about this the other day that we, for example, when we started writing fiction, we both signed up for for a couple of national organizations. And especially as moms raising kids at that time, that was a huge cost for us. I mean, it was a big chunk. And a flight, a $300 oh, conference ticket, yes. and, hotels. And we, yeah. and we figured out a way to do it, but we wanted to be able to make something that would be just as helpful and just as useful, but maybe not such a huge chunk out of the budget for people that were mm-hmm. like us when we started out. Absolutely, and it's so important. 
So we have we have about three minutes okay. or so left, but I want to talk about because one of the things that has really struck me as I've watched this group develop and I've gotten to know more and more authors, it's different than business. Mm-hmm. I mean, with business, I protect my little nest of stuff carefully because I don't want to spill the beans early. I don't want you know I don't want I don't want the competition to to, to steal my thunder. But that's different. As I've watched through the authors' groups, you guys collaborate. What is the importance, Mm -hmm. strategically and creatively, what is the importance of writing together or having somebody that you can collaborate with? Well, real quickly, there's only so many story ideas. So you could give Lisa and me the same first sentence, and we would come and create with totally two different books. So when you're collaborating and you can throw something out there into this shared space that we all have and you don't own it. And then you can receive I- ideas the same way and it just makes the story grow. So it's not, and a lot of times people feel like they need to hide this story. They need to share it until it's completely finished, but it's almost more like a living thing. Yes, I, I would agree. And also just, you know, you are writing to share it with the world. That's why you're trying to finish the story so that you can get it out and other people can read it. And if you have a chance to test that out on people who are sympathetic to what it is that you're trying to do initially, that's so helpful. Mm -hmm. And just for so many other reasons, we don't see our own mistakes. I mean, we just, we can't see them and other people can. We, sometimes the story sounds better in our head than it does when somebody else reads it out. And just to be able to do that before it gets out there into the world is so valuable. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So in, in the remaining time that we have, and I don't care who starts, but what words of wisdom as successful authors yourself, what words of wisdom do you have for, for our listeners today who may be aspiring authors? Well, uh, and you thought, how are you was going to be the toughest question. <laughs> Sorry, you said. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I would say, perseverance. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and often... I think we recently just got a a great blog post from Donna Fletcher Crow, who's an author here in town, multi-published author, multi-award winning, famous in certain circles. And she talked about this very similar experience that a lot of us have where you might have some initial success with some initial forays into publishing. And then you realize, no, this is going to be hard work and it's going to be a long slog and I'm and I'm going to have to this is the choice I'm going to have to make the decision how important it is but it is important because like we said your story really does matter so I would just say hang in there and then find a writer's group that can help you get there that's awesome I would I would agree with perseverance I would say to don't judge or self-edit there is a time for that later so in the, in the meantime just write and finish what you're writing a lot of people will start 15 new novels because it sounds exciting to write the first chapter of something, you will lear- learn more by finishing that one story. And then you can move on to the next one. And you don't have to worry about whether or not people will see it at this stage. So just write it. Just write it. I love mm, that. Beautiful. I love that. And I know a couple of aspiring authors that I hope are listening today because they need to hear those words. Mm. So I've proofread a novel or two and I'm like, oh, why is this not published? So, <laughs> anyway, ladies, we are coming down to the wire here. I want to thank you both mm-hmm. so much for coming today and for talking to me. Would one of you please give us your website again? Because there's so much valuable information on that. IdahoPChristianWriters.org. And it's I-D-A-H-O-P-E, Idahope. Yes. 
Yes. Yes. So, and there is so much hope. Thank you I so love. much for this privilege. It's always enjoyable to speak with you. Oh, yes, what? thank you. It's been a pleasure. I know I've said it a lot lately, folks, but Christian Living Spotlight is now a podcast and available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, and TuneIn, just to name a few. Be sure to subscribe today and never miss an episode again. That brings our time to an end this week. We invite you back next week when we have another special guest in store for you, someone who will encourage you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout Central and all of Southern Idaho. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.